18 feet. Similar to the putt he just made at 17. He keeps his head still this time. Pretty big win made here 13 years ago. Absolutely. On Sunday, that was to get into a playoff. We'll see. First of all, this goes in and what it means. Hey everyone, welcome to Slash Golf Talk. In this episode, we're going to talk about John Rahm and his victory at the U.S. Open. And we're going to talk also about pressure in the game of golf. And to lead off the story, you can't have any more pressure than the pressure that John Rahm had after having to withdraw from the Memorial Tournament to try to come into it a major tournament and pull out the victory. I mean, that's the ultimate pressure. Because you want to prove to everybody that you should have won that previous tournament. Just the fact that you came back and you played your... After being told that you had to withdraw, that's, that's fortitude. I mean, some of the putts that this guy made in those last few holes, I mean, you couldn't you couldn't write a better story. They weren't tap-ins. He didn't stick the ball close. To be honest with you, he actually hit the on the 18th. When he hit the ball in the bunker, I was thinking par. He's going to get a par, and maybe Louis Oosthuizen would have probably braided or par the hole or some kind of way they would have a playoff to determine the, the winner. So when he came out of the bunker and he had that long putt, I was like, there's no downhill putt on a speedy green with a big break to the hole. There's no way he's going to make a birdie there. That was my train of thought at the time. But the thing is, John Rahm knew what he was capable of. Yes, I remember he made the 65-footer when it was him and DJ, but this is a different circumstance. This is a major... You have a long way from the hole that you have to make this putt, and you don't want to run it by. So you just want to try to cozy it up there, tap in your par, and then hope that the guy comes in and doesn't birdie. But this guy didn't do that. He wanted to win. This guy played the ball out of the bunker, kind of waved to the ball to come a little closer to the hole. And the way he walked around that hole, it was as though he knew, I can make this putt. That's confidence under pressure, and he showed that he had confidence under pressure. When he made that putt and Oosthaven heard the roar, I think that's what made him bogey the hole because he couldn't handle the pressure. It, I mean, it, he was hitting his drive good the whole tournament, entire tournament. And after he heard that roar, 
he hits his ball in the junk and have to try to save par. Pressure. He couldn't handle the pressure. And that's what this game is all about. So, first of all, we have to take our hats off again to, to John Rahm for dealing with that situation that he dealt with a couple of weeks ago. Put out a statement saying that he was going to go home and watch the tournament on television. It takes a big man to to do that after being told that you have to withdraw from a tournament that you were leading by at least five shots. That was a tough situation to have to deal with. And the amount of money that he that he lost, he lost almost $2 million by having to withdraw from that tournament. But again, he came back, didn't put his head down. He came back, played a flawless tournament with the world's best players, top players in a major from both the European side and the U.S. side. And pulled out of not just a victory, but a victory of a major. He won his first major, which catapulted him to number one in the world. And it was an even bigger purse. So for people like myself and others that thought that, man, that guy lost a lot that week. That shows you that if you stick to it and you have confidence... You can move forward and accomplish anything. And that's what this guy did. He picked his head up, moved forward, and wrapped up number one in the world, big purse, and his first major. Not that Jack's tournament, that it doesn't mean anything or it's not important, but that's just a regular tournament. This is a major. He has his first major. So again, congratulations to John Rahm for your impeccable playing of golf, for making those two great putts in the last couple of holes and winning that tournament. Well-deserved. Well-deserved. So that leads us into pressure topic of pressure personally I've experienced it I think we've all experienced it you saw a couple weeks ago in the LPGA it was experienced by Lexi because she had a five shot lead and again didn't pull out the victory so as they say I know you all heard the cliche the saying pressure bust pipes and also bust dreams how many of us out there have been on the course in a tournament and we had the lead or we were close to the lead had a great chance of winning the tournament And we went to look to see what the leaderboard was doing or to check to see where we were standing. And I think that's the beginning of the downward spiral when you mention pressure. Because I think that the best thing that we should be doing, and I said we, I mean golfers, is playing your game, 
staying focused on your game, as I've said in the past, and play for the victory. Don't look at other scores. Don't don't check the leaderboard to see how far back you are or how far ahead the guy is and what you need to do to hold on to the victory. Once you start thinking like that, you already began to lose this tournament, that particular tournament. Because now you're not focusing on your golf shots. You're not focusing on what you need to do to win. You're focused on what you shouldn't do. You focus on what you can't do. And once you start thinking that in golf, you guys know, once you start thinking those bad thoughts, then bad things happen. It happened to me a few times in tournaments this year. Played well, played great for three quarters of the round, half the round, 80% of the round, and lost it with four holes to go. I actually lost the tournament with two holes to go this year and no one wants to admit that it's pressure we, we make up all kinds of excuses yeah I hit the wrong club or um, something distracted me what it all boils down to is pressure course management train of thought those are all the factors that affect your round when it comes down to trying to win your tournament. And if you notice when John Ron was playing, he didn't ask his caddy, how do you think he's doing back there? How do you think he's doing back there? Where is he standing? Did he bogey the last couple of holes? Is he up by two strokes? Nope. John Rahm talked to his caddy about the best way to play each shot down the stretch as it pertained to his particular round. That's what he did. When he hit this ball in the bunker on 18, what did he do? He wasn't worried about, oh, I can't, I mean, I can't go ahead and, I need, I need to make a birdie, or I need to make a bogey. His ultimate goal was to get out of that bunker first. And from there, then he start focus on, I need to make this putt off. He did not think ahead of himself. He just knew what he had to do, stuck to it, worked through it with his caddy, got the job done. That's what he did. So my question to you guys this week is, do you let pressure dictate your round? And I know what the answer is going to be. Every golfer is going to say, no, I don't worry about pressure. But is that true? Is that a fact? The next time you're out there playing around, whether you're playing skins with your buddies, you're playing a cash round, you know, you know, you're betting hundred dollars on who's gonna win. When you get down to those last couple of holes, when the match is almost over, and where you're standing in that match, whether you're one back, two back, or if you're ahead by a couple. Think about this question. Is the pressure starting to get to you? Are you playing these last two holes differently than you played the entire round? If you answer yes to those two questions, then you're admitting 
to yourself. You don't have to admit it to me, but you're going to admit to yourself that pressure is dictating your round. The end of your round, at least. So, the first thing is to admit it to yourself. Okay, so you realize that in certain situations that pressure does dictate how you play your particular round. What are you going to do about it? Are you going to continue playing every round that way, every tournament that way? Are you going to play your tournaments by looking at the scoreboard? Or are you going to learn from the fact that you lost two, three, four tournaments due to pressure? And yeah, I'm going to keep saying pressure. Not due to, oh, I made a mistake. I could have did this. You know that woulda, coulda, shoulda. Or are you going to admit to yourself that it all boils down to pressure? And once you can admit that to yourself, then you can handle that pressure. And how can you handle that pressure? The first thing for you guys out there playing tournaments, do not look at the leaderboard to see where you're at in the round. See if you're in first, second, or third. Do not do that. Because once you take a peep at that leaderboard, whether you admit this to yourself or not, you're going to change how you play your round. So that's the first step. Do not look at the leaderboard. Second thing, if you've been playing a good round, and I know this sounds simplistic, but whatever you did to play that 75% of a good round, continue to do that. And what I mean by that is continue to hit the ball the way you was hitting it from the beginning. Don't start getting up on the tee box and now you're taking two, three clubs up to the tee box. Because now that's telling me that you're undecided about what you need to play. Now the whole round you've been right on point with whether you needed to hit a driver or three wood or iron off the tee. But now you're walking up to the tee box and you're taking a long iron, a three wood, a hybrid and a driver at one time. Undecided. That's what that's saying. I'm undecided on what I'm going to do next. All right? And then let's say you get in a fairway. And you have a shot. And I say you have a par five. And you're playing well. Now, this, this par five, you have water in front of the green. You got trouble on your left. You got trouble on your right. You've been playing a pretty conservative round the entire round. You're playing really good. So what do you do? Are you going to lay up? And try to stick your wedge and get a birdie that way? Or are you going to pull your three wood out because you're 240 yards away from the green? And that's gettable, 240 for the average golfer with that three wood. So are you going to take that chance? If you've been playing a pretty conservative round the entire time. You even got up and down a couple of times for birdie with your wedges. But now at this point, a couple of holes left. You put out your three wood. And what happens? 
here waiting, waiting in the fairway, waiting for the next group to get off the green. All these thoughts are going through your head. You pull your three wood out, swing it, and you hook it into the woods. Or you hit a fat shot and it goes into the water. Or you top it. Actually, if you top it, that's a good thing because you can play a third shot. But now you put yourself in a position where even if you top it, you might still have two. Your ball go 20 yards, 30. Now you got 210 yards. And you're going to hit that same three wood? No. Now you got to hit a club, a long iron with the trouble, with the water. Make sure you clear the water. And what happens? A perfectly good round becomes a mediocre round or it becomes a bad round. Because if you screw up on that hole, you're probably going to screw up in the next few holes to try to get it back. That's all about pressure and decisions make and decision making and course management. You have to manage all three of those things. Now we all experience it. Every golfer has experienced that. I made a bad decision at the end of the round that cost me the win. So don't just don't do it. Again, sounds simplistic. Just don't do it. But of course, what do we do the following week? Make the same mistakes. Because we're stubborn. And we know we're good enough to pull off this shot. You couldn't pull that shot off a week ago. But this week, you're going to pull it off. You know you can do it. So you're going to try it again. And what happens? Same outcome. You screwed up your round. Don't do it. Don't let the pressure bust the pipe. Keep that pressure in the pipe. And how are you going to keep that pressure in the pipe? You're going to turn the heat down. And what does that mean? You're going to take the heat off yourself. You're not going to let the pressure bust the pipe. You're going to stay focused. You're going to play smart golf. You're going to maintain good course management. And if you don't win, you'll be damn near close to winning. But I can guarantee you, you won't come in last. You won't have a bad round. If you stick to it and maintain good course management and don't let that pressure get to you. And again, I'm going to reiterate The first step is admitting to yourself that sometimes pressure does affect your round. Once you can admit that to yourself, that's the first step of becoming a good golfer. So again, I want you guys to go out there and enjoy the game. I want you guys to, you know, have good course management. You can still have... You can still enjoy the game and have good course management. It doesn't have to be a boring, conservative round of golf. You can have fun. But the first thing you need to do to have fun is to have confidence. The only way you're going to have confidence is if you reduce the mistakes. The only way you're going to reduce the mistakes is if 
you think through your round and not just worry about the physical part of it. Strengthen that mental part of your game. Strong mentality on the golf course. That's your secret weapon. If you have no confidence and you have a I'm scared mentality, I don't want to hit this bad shot, or I'm scared I don't want to lose this tournament, or I'm scared if I pull the driver out, I'm going to hook it. Get those bad thoughts out of your head. Have confidence. Again, don't let the pressure bust the pipe. Look at what John Rahm did. He went back in there with confidence that he can pull it off because it was taken from him. That's the way he felt. So I'm going to go out there and I'm going to play my best golf and I'm going to try to win this tournament. So again, whether you're playing skins with your friends or you're in a tournament, when you go to that next tournament and you get on that first tee box, think to yourself, I'm a good golfer. Don't think to yourself, I'm a great golfer. Why do I say that again? I say that because if you feel that you're a great golfer, you're going to be out there doing things that you're probably not capable of doing as an amateur. Have confidence in your game. You know what your, your limits are. And do what you know you can do. You can't be out there guessing. I wonder if I pull this, what's going to happen? I wonder if I hit this club, what's going to happen? If you got to use the word wonder in your club selection, you've already began to have a bad, a bad round of golf. If you're out there wondering. I'm going to leave it at that. Congratulate John Ron for the bounce back. And I hope you guys took in my word of advice. And in your next tournaments, I hope you do well. Or your next skin match with your friends, I hope you do well. Win that money. I want to thank you all for taking the time to listen to Slides Golf Talk. Go out there and enjoy the game. And until next time, everyone.